Welcome to the uh, program. There are, is a diesel fuel crisis going on right now. The last thing you should be doing is ignoring it. Without diesel, trains don't run. Without diesel, trucks don't run. Without trucks, grocery stores empty out fast. Are you prepared for anything like this? Do you have enough food to feed your family in a crisis? What about through the whole winter? Because as crazy as it sounds, it could be what we're looking at. I hope to God not. But please prepare for any eventuality. I mean, would anything surprise if space aliens came down today and said, actually, you're living in the Matrix. We're the real humans. Would you be surprised? Get $250 off the popular three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. At $250 off per kit, you can uh, get enough for everyone in your family. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more. This is the lowest price that they've had in years, so act now. Save $250 at preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. You will not regret being prepared. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. All right, you sick, twisted freak. The program begins in just a minute. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There's several things we have to talk about. One, the elections in Arizona, the elections overall. All it looks good, maybe better than yesterday for the House. We have to talk to you about the Senate and the big vote that happens tomorrow. Hey, everybody, let's keep uh, turtle face. Now, I think Mitch McConnell has had his day in the sun. Time to move on. We'll talk about that and Fanny and Freddie have decided now, have decided to look into other things other than just you're qualified to actually pay for that mortgage. Is there anything else? Like, how are you doing on social justice? Any of this sound familiar? They are putting it in now, and it says that it will bring 10 million new homeowners into the world. Oh, great. So 10 million new people can afford a house that they can't afford. We are not building any new homes. We already had a shortage. This is going to work out well, everybody. And Jay Leno is in the hospital. We have a lot to cover. We begin in 60 seconds. Sandra wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I'm so thankful for Relief Factor. It's been an answer to my prayers. I'm uh, I'm in pain and uh, I'm stiff until I started taking Relief Factor. 
My doctor said this would never happen. Now I'm pain-free and stiffness-free. Thankfully, God gave me wisdom to listen to you and uh, try Relief Factor out for myself. I've been feeling great ever since, and I plan on using Relief Factor every day. Thank you again so much. Sandra, thank you for writing in. Thanks for praying on it, and thanks for just giving it a try. Sounds like you got your life back. I know I got my life back now. You, what are you doing? Get your life back, get out of pain. It's not a drug, but developed by doctors has four key ingredients that fight inflammation. Yesterday, I had my hands wrapped. I was in so much pain. I am so much better today because I started taking my relief factor again. Three-week quick start, 1995, a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com, 800-4-RELIEF, 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Try it now. Feel the difference with ReliefFactor.com. Okay, all right. Where should we start here, Stu? Um, Looks like uh, Carrie Lake lost. They did call that race yesterday. At least the media did. Uh, I'm sure you know. The, I know Carrie Lake was uh, wanting to look into her legal options, yeah. uh, so that will be coming, I think, in the next couple of weeks. And right. that is her right as a candidate to be able to do those things. Right. Uh, there was, I, I will say, in the sa- at the same moment where they called the Carrie Lake race uh, something that got less attention. What is very good news were two congressional races in Arizona. Arizona one, Arizona six, both got called for Republicans. Those are two of the races on my list of must wins. Were those we A's yesterday. or B's? Uh, it was a B and a C. So very oh, good. good. I mean, now remember, good. yeah, if you remember good. what we went through this yesterday, to get to two eighteen, you needed all of my A races, all of the B races, and one of the C races. How are we looking on the A's and B's? Good. Uh, two of the A's got called in California and New York yesterday. Wow. Um, Bobert is still out. She was an A, if I remember she, right. Yeah, Lauren Bobert is. I have her as an A. And again, basically the count, the vote count is done there. The question is, will p- people cure their ballots and change enough to get over a thousand vote difference? I mean, that's highly unlikely, uh, but. <laughs> You never Stranger know. Things <laughs> have happened. Stranger things have happened. Look so, what I found. <laughs> so that right now you'd have two, uh, 13, 214, 215, 216, 217. You're, you're right on the verge. You need one one of these closer type races, including Bobert, would do it at this point. I mean, it, it, we're now, after a good day overall in the House, you have a situation where this is much more likely than it was yesterday. And yesterday they were still the the overwhelming favorites now i think we're getting much much higher in the percentages but uh these are good things that happen and and it's you know look there's also there's you got to make sure you look at every single possibility of someone screwing with an election we all know that um but you know look i think this we're going to get into this later there are many things that are happening we're playing two different games now the the uh democrats you know they're the ones who set this all set this all up and they're playing it very very well and we've refused to play the game. Well, we're getting left behind. You either have to change it back to what it was, or you better learn to play the game uh, because we are we are losing. Uh, and there's lots of things that we need to change. One of the things we need to change today, if you did not call the Senate, if you didn't call your senator yesterday and say, dump Mitch McConnell 
today is the day. I'm, I'm telling I can't, I cannot tell you in clearer terms, this can happen, but it really all relies on you. You need to call the Senate and ask your senator, who are you voting for? Are you voting for Mitch McConnell? Tell them today, dump Mitch McConnell. Then I want you to call them tomorrow and say, who are you voting for? Because today is the day that they're having a meeting where others are going to be announcing that, yeah, I, I'd like to run and make their case. And then tomorrow, Mitch McConnell wants to have the vote and he's expecting to win. And uh, let me just say, uh, we're going to tell you later on in the uh, program, but Schumer has said he is um, he's meeting with Mitch McConnell in the wake of the midterm election results to, quote, convince Republican senators to ditch the so-called MAGA Republicans. He said, I'm going to say to the Republicans in the Senate who are not the MAGA Republicans, stop letting them lead your party. Work with us to get things done. I sit down with Mitch McConnell and I will express that. <laughs> so you have you have two groups now in the Senate. You have the Romneys and the Mitch McConnells. And then you have the freedom people. They are saying that, you know, they're labeling people as MAGA people. No, I just think we're looking for people who are willing to stand up and defend the rights of the people and actually protect and defend the Constitution. That's what needs to be done. That's not radical. Now, I know it is to the progressives and I know it is to Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah, we all love the Constitution, but there are things we have to do. No, Protect and defend the Constitution. That is our rule of law. And if you don't have that, you have nothing. You're making it up as you go along. Today is the day. You must call the Senate. Here's the Capitol switchboard. It's 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. Call them now. The ones that really need to be called... Uh, Deb Fisher, uh, Roger Wicker in Mississippi. Uh, by the way, Deb is from uh, Nebraska. Rick Scott of Florida. He's probably pretty good. Ted Cruz is good. Mike Braun in uh, Indiana. Josh Hawley in Missouri. John Barrasso in Wyoming. Marsha Blackburn needs to be called. Call them. Get off McConnell's train. The debate on which way the Republicans are going. And if they go the if they go the McConnell route, we're done. They're done as a party. Count on it. Okay, Uh, so we were talking about the uh, different races and the House looks like it is going to come to us. We should know by when, Stu. It's just a matter. I mean, what's interesting about this is Republicans are going to are going to potentially if this goes correctly and i i do not count chickens before they hatch but they're going to pull this out of the fire with the help of arizona california and new york which is really <laughs> i mean that's amazing that's uh, that's the that's red amazing. weight we were all looking for right you know i know that everybody always says on the democratic side you've got to look at the popular vote the popular vote the republicans won everything 
Well, the, you know, when you look generally speaking, yeah, the House, the House national vote. Now that that always will narrow at the end because of how sure. bad California is at at counting votes, and of course, most of the mm, California votes will go to uh, the Democrats. So that right. will narrow a little bit. But Republicans did actually pretty well when it comes to the the national vote. What happened was they won big, big, big in red states and red districts, bigger than normal. They did not perform particularly well in purple districts. Um, the other part about this, which is a small part of it, is there were a, sort of a historically high number of races where the Democrats didn't run anybody, where it was basically Republican unopposed and they won near 100 percent of the vote, maybe against a third party mm-hmm. person. So that kind of runs up the score a little bit on the national uh, vote mm-hmm. count. But a lot of this was, you know, per, they ran candidates that did very well in red districts. Uh, they did. They ran some candidates in blue districts that closed the gap from maybe normally losing by 20, like in New York, we saw with Hochul, for example, that's not you know, a congressional district, but you have normally you're going to lose that race by 20 and they only lost by five. Right. That's a really good result right. for Republicans, but not enough to get over the finish line. And then in purple districts, some of the candidates there wound up you know, losing winnable races. Give me your analysis, because Donald Trump is being blamed for people like Oz. Um, but give me your analysis. How is Oz a, a MAGA Republican far as he seems like he's just kind of milk toasty? No Republican was really for him. Well, this is and sort of the complaint of Pennsylvania voters when he made the endorsement. They were like, wait a minute, he's right, not a but, MAGA candidate. Right. But yeah. he should be the kind that you would expect would be able to cross the, the Rubicon here in a purple state. in a purple state. Well, first of all, I think you could. There's some truth to that, I think, you know, where I mean, he outperformed the real MAGA candidate who ran for governor Mastriano by, you know, 10 points in Pennsylvania uh, or eight, whatever, eight or nine points. I mean, he really, you know, Oz didn't perform terribly. I mean, if you look at he's going to he's going to get closer than Masters was, I mean, that, which is pretty, uh, you know, I mean, it, depending on what the final code, they're going to be right around the same. Uh, so uh, he didn't perform terribly, uh, but was and look there. We covered this a million times. I don't think Dr. Oz ran a terrible campaign, actually. He, he had, you know, he was a, he's a pretty good communicator. He had a pretty good debate, I thought. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> you know, but what does that I matter? Mean, Apparently nothing. We now nothing. know debates do not matter. We should not right. watch them anymore. Well, uh, look, okay, at, look at what happened to Carrie Lake. Yeah. yeah. No debate. No, no debate. And, no and, and debate. she still won. Right. But um, the situation where uh, probably Oz was a better fit than Mastriano was for a purple state like that. However, I don't think, you know, no one thought he was the ideal candidate for that race. In fact, he wasn't even the best candidate in the race. Right. Uh, so we will never know the counterfactual of what would have happened if, you know, McCormick was the candidate or, or it, really there was three there in that race. Any of them it would have been interesting to see the other two. Uh, but I, you know, that's just one example. Um, I think, look, it was still a, a Donald Trump in Dorsey. And I think, you know, he obviously is he picked him for a reason. Right. You know, and, and it's an interesting the Trump profile is, is an interesting one. Right. Dr. Oz hits multiple points of the Trump profile. He does. He does. He was in everybody's home for mm-hmm. multiple decades. He was a, a trustworthy source on, on an important issue of Donald Trump with business, uh, Dr. Oz with health. Again, you might not mm-hmm. like what Dr. Health, uh, Dr. Oz's health advice, but, you know, he was he was a figure that people knew trusted. going into this and trusted. Now, he had almost no political profile. I mean, I literally had no idea he was a Republican or if he just started being a Republican before right. the race started. And no one knew anything about but it. I have to tell you that that's usually good. It can be good. Yeah, it can be good. Uh, You know, Herschel Walker has a a similar type of that part of the Trump profile. Other uh, candidates, you know, Carrie Lake had part of that profile. 
uh, Mastriano had the you know the obviously he had a big focus on the 2020 election and, and was was talking about that a lot. Um, you know there are other parts of the Trump profile, but like it might be one of these things where we have to sit back and say Trump's pretty unique. Maybe replicating the Trump formula is just not easy to do. We've seen candidates <laughs> try to do it over and over right. again, and it's really, really hard. Look, I, and all I want, all I want is somebody who will, who has the spine. This is what I like about Donald Trump. He's not going to sit down. Yeah. He will not sit down. Go ahead. Bring it on. Bring it on. He knows who he is mm-hmm. and what he believes, and he's not going to sit down. That's what I want yeah. in a candidate. Mm-hmm. But I don't want, I, I, I don't need all of the other baggage that comes with it. But I want somebody that will stand up, and he has proven himself as being somebody who will stand. That's what I think Americans want. It's just somebody who is like them, is not a politician, that will just stand up and say, look, we know, common sense tells us this is bad in our schools. We know that. So let's fix it. Let's stop it right now. That's what we want, I think. Mm. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And there's parts to take. I think that's, look, this is why a lot of people like DeSantis, right? They he, you're Because you get that type of approach from, uh, but you, you know, some of the other things that Trump does uniquely well. I mean, look, yeah. you know, Doug Mastriano is not capable of taking the entire media cycle by the no. collar and pulling it wherever he wants. No. You know, only Donald Trump can do that. Right. But, well, no. And, well. Gary just, Lake was very, Lake was good at that. Very good at that. Hang on. Let me mm-hmm. take a quick break. And uh, come back in 60 seconds to our conversation. It's up to you and me to make a difference, to help make our country free again. It starts with us and our children. Look what's going on in our country today. There is a bigger need than ever before for young people to rise up and say no to big government. Say yes to personal freedom and liberty. We've lost a generation here, gang. We are going to pay for that for the rest of all of our lives. We cannot lose this next generation. So where are they going to learn about things? TikTok? Yeah, I don't count on that or school, quite honestly. The answer is you are the one that will teach them about freedom. You are the last line of defense between them and tyranny. And you got to educate them. It's easy. It's really easy. The, the siren song of socialism is strong. But you can take it apart easily with the truth. This is why Tuttle Twins books are so important. I want you to go now to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They're offering free activity workbooks and 35% off their kids' books. So go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount plus the bonuses. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in a crazy socialist world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, Glenn, we, we lost a great one this, this week. We did. Gallagher. We lost Gallagher. Oh, no. Gallagher, Sad. the famous comedian for, I mean, he was always yeah. famous for uh, smashing melons, but he was uh, underrated as a guy who just had kind of funny observational humor. Some of those specials were yeah, great. I liked him. I liked him. I liked Gallagher. Yeah. So Gallagher, at one point in his career, uh, he's ultra successful. One of the biggest comedians, you know, traveling comedians, big specials on HBO all the time, all that stuff. And he, uh, his brother comes across sort of tough times, loses his job, has no job. Kind of looks like the actual Gallagher, though. And they hatch a plan, and Gallagher says, you know what? 
you're my brother. And he says, you know what? I'm going to let you take my act and go out on the road. Smash some watermelons. Smash some watermelons and go out there and kind of do the same shtick. Mm -hmm. So so he started doing this and he eventually started branding himself as Gallagher 2. And he would tour the country as Gallagher 2. This actually wound up being kind of a, a, a family argument after a while. And they wound up getting into legal, uh, big thing. Oh, because geez. Gallagher was like, wait a minute, I, I'll let you do the act. You can't call yourself Gallagher 2. Right. <laughs> it was a problem. It was, but you know, Gallagher 2 was not Gallagher, right? He was his brother and he kind of looked like Gallagher. And it's like, the Republican Party can't run a slate of Gallagher 2s all over the country. <laughs> Right? Like, that is not a winning strategy. And I think, like, we have to realize that you can replicate boring, nonsensical, generic Republicans, and that's something that is a strategy you can replicate. Whether it's a good one or not is another question. To try to replicate Donald Trump in race after race is just not something that's possible. I think that's that's right. a big part of this answer here. You can't just throw another guy up with a sledgehammer and but a see, bunch of watermelons and think it's going to work. This is what our problem is. Our problem is we are being offered a false choice. The third yeah. way. Yeah. The third way is the right way. I think where everybody is. I don't want Mitch McConnell anymore. Those Republicans are playing the game yeah. like it's 1971. Okay, it doesn't work doesn't anymore. Work. You are completely out of touch with what is happening, and they have more in common with the progressive Democrat than they do with any of the Republican voters. So they got to go. Donald Trump being president, let the people decide. Yes, no. I mean, we've got two great candidates. It's like having Barry Goldwater and Ronald Reagan. That's great. That's great. So let them yeah, work that out. Donald Trump can be Donald Trump. Donald right? Trump. Like we've he seen, is he, Donald he's Trump. the guy who can do it. Yeah, right. Right. The question is, can anybody else do it? Right. In well, the presidential race, he'll have an opportunity to, to to attempt to do it again. And if he's the president, he needs Republicans that will stand up and yeah. defend the Constitution. He needs people who will say, you know what? He's right. The Department of Education has got to go. That's a conservative. That's not a mega a MAGA Republican. That's a constitutional Republican. That's where we need to go. You have got to call uh, the uh, the Capitol today and call these senators. Call every Republican senator and say, "Dump Mitch McConnell." They need to hear your voice all day long, all day long. Tell everybody you know. Today and tomorrow are the days that will make this decision. Do we stay on this path with Mitch McConnell? Or do we move to a new era? Call the Capitol today. The Glenn Beck Program. Going over old photos and video memories with your family is almost as good of a time as making the memories in the first place. And if you don't do it, you're missing out. If you're like me... You have tons of memories in different formats that are just gathering dust and deteriorating over time. This is why Legacy Box is so important and why I'm happy to partner with them. Legacy Box takes your most important memories and preserves them digitally so they're good forever. They're going to professionally digitize everything by hand. They're going to you send them the originals. It's all here in America. They hand Make sure they hand do everything. It's all digitized by hand. Then they send it back to you. 
they are so reliable. I am having them preserve some of the things uh, that we have. Uh, I'll tell you some other time. We have some amazing things at the Mercury Vault, and it needs to be copied. I trust Legacy Box to <laughs> copy some of those things. LegacyBox.com. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get the biggest sale of the year on the Legacy Box right now. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Big special coming up from Glenn here. You can't miss it. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Save 30 bucks off your subscription with the promo code STANDUP. On Truth Social today, uh, Trump has said, uh, hopefully this is a day that will be remembered as a great day in America. Uh, this is the day he is supposedly going to announce he's running for president of the United States. We need to fix uh, the problems that we have with elections. We need to make sure that every vote is counted. Every non-vote is thrown out, uh, that it is transparent. And the Republicans need to get their ass in gear and understand it's not 1971. Uh, an election attorney, Cleta Mitchell, she's argued in front of the Supreme Court. She has 40 years of experience in law, politics, public policy. She has practiced uh, before the Federal Election Commission, the ethics committees of the U.S. House and Senate, and similar state and local enforcement bodies and agencies. Currently, she runs the Election Integrity Network, a coalition of conservative leaders, organizations, public officials, and citizens dedicated to securing the legality of every American vote. Cleta, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. And how am I? Well... I know. Um, how am I? Yeah. It's just, it's a, you know, this has been a long time coming. This is the frog in the boiling water. Yes. And, uh, and the water's definitely boiling. And the question is whether that frog has the ability to jump out at all left. That's what, that's what we're up against because the left has been about the business of remaking our election system for, I would say really got started in in 2000 with a Bush v. Gore effort, mm-hmm. and they've been hard at it ever since. So, and this is the product. This so, is the product of their 22 years. Kalita, they, uh, people are saying, you know, I think the election's been stolen. This is the last time there's questions in Maricopa County. Um, but this doesn't seem to be like uh, they're producing, well, maybe in Nevada, that they're just producing documents. This is now the system, isn't it? It's the system. It is the system. And that's why I've been very reluctant to say about, to, about 2020, the election was stolen. To me, that involves um, some massive effort to pr- pr- uh, manufacture Vote. Right, right. That's not how they do. That's not how they do it. What they've done is they well, just just think back for a moment. It used to be, for those of us old enough to remember, <laughs> that there was election day, and you would go to the polls. You would listen to the candidates. There would be closing arguments the weekend before, always the October surprise. Right, and then people would, uh, in some national, uh, unified manner, go to the polls and cast their votes for the candidate of their choice. That isn't what happens now. We have state after state 
and of Democratic control. And honestly, it's not just Democrats, but there have been Republicans in state legislatures that have voted for some of these things so that now we have Washington state started having uh, all male voting to the point that I think by 2010, 2012, they had no more polling places. Everything is done uh, behind closed doors. There's no observing that process. If you, our election codes all say that there should be uh, Republican and Democratic uh, parties appointed observers to watch each other, keep it honest. Well, now such a tiny percentage of the vote occurs at the polling places where if people make a mistake, they can get help and then their vote goes into the tabulator. What happens now is, and what's ha- what we've seen in Maricopa and in Nevada, which is just a total cake, that's total third world chaos. But what happens now, and this is a system that built by the left because it benefits them. Now they, they go after collectives of, of people who may or may not exist or may or may not be cognizant that there's even an election going on. And if they can figure out how to get that person somehow connected to a ballot, and then if there's a problem you know, that's d- deposited or it's mailed or it's collected, and then people in the election offices fix it, if they forget to sign it or they don't have any identifying information, they just cure it. In Nevada, the Culinary Workers Union, I, I read last week that they, they collected and cured over 6,000 ballots that were completely wrong, didn't have the fine information, and they, get, and they do that for days and days after the election. I mean, this is mystifying to me why the Republican Party has not, and I've been talking about this for decades. I've tried to say, we're running two different ball games here. Right. We're not playing, you know, they're playing hockey and we're playing basketball. Well, that's, it? It's the and, same thing on almost everything, Cleta, in, in Washington. It's, it's like they're playing the game yes. that was played in 1971. Or earlier. Yeah. It's just, and I don't know, it's very frustrating to me, but I will tell you, Glenn, I, I, would, I cut my political teeth as a Democrat. I was raised in Oklahoma when Oklahoma was a very Democratic state. Uh, I was very interested in politics from an early age and would, and would always tell my mother, don't go vote till I get home from school. And, um, and you know, we, we had election day and all. But I, I cut my political teeth. I was a legislator in Oklahoma as a Democrat. And so I, I learned that what Democrats, they just think of the process. What's the process? Of poli- what are the procedures and the rules of political engagement? Campaign finance, how the elections are conducted. What are the lobbying rules? What are the disclosure rules? What are the ethics and FOIA? All these process things. Those are all written by Democrats. I, Republicans barely even pay attention. I've fought battles on campaign finance saying, don't you realize what the left is doing? They're trying to bust up the Republicans' way of doing things, which mm-hmm. they did with McCain-Feingold. Mm-hmm. And they've done it with election laws, with all of this mail voting, with all of this post-election uh, activity where they can continue to collect votes and cure them and fix them. Uh, and Republicans and conservatives, it's not just Republicans, conservatives think about tax policy and education policy and all of those kinds of things. 
they don't think about the fact that the left has spent, I calculated with the Capital Research Center, they, I thought it was $2 billion. They said now it's closer to 11 to $14 billion oh my God. over the last decade, over the last decade, changing the election laws around the country creating massive numbers of entities that are involved in ballot design, ballot envelope design, getting uh, people who uh, are in states that allow this, where they send out applications for absentee ballots. And all the, all the, all the moron voter has to do is just sign it and send it in and not even follow those state laws. And then you have election officials that disregard the requirements that the legislatures put into place. I mean, it is lawlessness. It is the Wild West. And we better wake up. So um, the the GOP did this to themselves in Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, Pennsylvania is my poster child. Um, I almost wrote an article uh, in October 2020 to say, watch what's going to happen in Pennsylvania. It's going to be a nightmare again. Yes, the Republican-controlled legislature, Pennsylvania had one of the best state election codes in the country because it was no excuse absentee. You had to have an excuse to vote absentee. You had to be out of the jurisdiction on election day. They didn't have any early voting. Everybody voted on election day. No absentee balloting. No mail voting, unless unless you were infirmed or uh, out of the jurisdiction. The legislature, geniuses that they were, they you know the the Democrats have been pushing, pushing, pushing to get uh, a no excuse absentee ballots, uh, absentee voting put in place for a long time, and the Republicans decided that they were worried in twenty that in at the top of the ticket in twenty twenty would be Donald Trump. And that that would hurt them because they had straight party voting. You could just go in and vote for the person at the top of the ticket and it automatically populated for everybody on the Republican or the Democratic ticket. So they cut a deal with the Democratic governor that they would allow they would pass Act 77, which is a mess, a nightmare, which allows for um, no excuse absentee voting got rid of straight party voting, but it required a signature so that the your absentee ballot at least had to have a signature as a verification, and that was in the statute. So in September of 2020, the Democrat appointed state, uh, Sec- Secretary of State, the governor appoints, so it's always someone in the governor's party, issued an, a notice to all of the counties that they were to disregard the statutory requirement for a signature on the absentee ballots because of COVID. Now you realize that COVID made it impossible for people to sign their names. You may not have read that as a symptom, but apparently that was, uh, that was, the, that was the pretext. Right. So the Republicans sued and say, well, the statute says this, and they had a Democrat controlled state Supreme court, which said, Oh, because of COVID, you don't have to have that. that, that, that just disregard that statute. So you had this year. Let me tell you what happened this year. I mean, I could talk about this. I'm sorry. I That's all right. That's so. all right. You know, Cleta, okay. here's here's the thing. I, I want people to go to whoscounting.us. What okay. can the average person do to help you? Well, sign up. Sign up to become involved in the election integrity movement. We are building um, and uh, we are trying to build and we have made some good progress. 
but we have so much more to do. Everybody needs to realize that saving our election is tantamount to saving our country. You can't save our country if we don't save our election. Correct. We're building a lo- local election integrity task forces, and we have training. We have the Citizen's Guide to Building an Election Integrity Infrastructure. It has all the steps. We now have the master class. These are five- to seven-minute videos about how to start a local task force, how to become involved in your county and your or your city, how to uh, protect vulnerable voters, how to clean voter rolls, how to... Honestly, there's so much wrong. There's so much wrong. We have seven different categories of things people need to be doing at the local level. That's what has to start. Well, all voting is local. Um, all voting is local. Can we find all of this at whoscounting.us? Everything. And okay. we have a podcast. I'm doing, and I'm doing, I'm now going through and interviewing each of the state leaders front since the election. So we're going to be putting out, I usually do a weekly podcast, but now I'm going to do one every couple of days from different states to tell okay. everybody, here's what's happened in our states this year. So we need, we need people to be involved and engaged. We okay. can't give up. We uh, can't get discouraged. No, no, quite the opposite. We really need to fix this. Uh, if we don't fix the voting, you're exactly right. It, it, nothing else matters. So who's counting.us? Who's counting.us? Cleta, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You Appreciate you. Cleta Mitchell. All right. Um, Now more than ever, you absolutely need to have a contingency plan to remain financially healthy. Now, this is important for you. It's important for your family, and it's not the sort of thing you can just ignore. You're paying attention more for basic necessities, right? You're paying attention to see if you can find anything at a lower cost, switching brands. Getting into debt costs a lot more than it used to. If you're a homeowner, it's time to consider things like getting ahead, using your home's equity while it's there. It's not that complicated, but knowing how and where to get started is half the battle. That's where American financing comes in. You can only save so much by switching brands. You can only save so much by cutting back. At some point, you need more money uh, in your household coming in to be able to cover all of these things. And it's only going to get worse before it gets better. So please call American Financing. The people that do, are doing business now with American Financing who call in, they are saving on average $695 every single month. Please call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Coming up in just a second, we have uh, a whistleblower from the uh, FBI. His name is Steve Friend. He objected to being part of January 6 raids. He has an amazing story to tell. He is actually part of the special that is happening next Wednesday, or actually tomorrow. Um, he is. Uh, we, we filmed it on Saturday. I went and had dinner with Mike Lee afterwards, and he said... That was the most bone-chilling uh, episode I think I've ever seen. He said, I, I, you know, it's one thing to talk about these problems. It's another to see and meet the people they're happening to. Hmm. Um, we, um, 
we talk to people who have lost their children because they wouldn't go along with wokeness. Uh, they have lost all of their money uh, because Amazon is accusing them of a crime, but the the Justice Department is not. But the Justice Department seized every dime from this family. It's an incredible story. Is Amazon law enforcement now? Yeah, it is. Mm. And that's the kind of the case now is that they are hand in hand with law enforcement. Mm. They do all of the records, all of the records for all of our intelligence agencies now for the DOJ. It's all up on the Amazon cloud. So they have a cozy relationship. It is. It's terrifying. Now, we brought three um, experts together. One of them is Senator Mike Lee uh, and this FBI agent who is now one of the 25 whistleblowers to tell us what's going on and how to handle it. You can watch it on YouTube tomorrow, but we are taking the audience questions out and not putting that online. That will only the whole episode will only be for blaze tv subscribers um we really really uh need you and want you to join us here at the blaze you are an important family member and we ask that you would join us now at blaze tv.com slash glenn blaze tv.com slash glenn Use the promo code STANDUP. This is one of the last days, the next couple of days. That's it. You get a $30 discount. That's the biggest discount we've ever offered. Join us now. And, you know, join and give it as a Christmas gift to somebody else. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code STANDUP. The Glenn Back Program.